You are listening to the RTE Today podcast, featuring some of our best bits from the show on RTE One weekdays at 3.30. Now we're delighted to say hello again to oh. psychoanalyst Michael Murphy, who's here as always to interpret our dreams, more importantly your dreams. <laughs> we're not allowed to share our dreams. <laughs> Hi, Michael. What, what a pity. It would be great fun. You wouldn't want to. <laughs> no, that'll be an after nine o'clock show, Michael. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You're right, actually. Listen, we jump right in because sure. we've got lots and lots. Yeah. This is from BM. They're the initials. Mm. And it is basically, as you described at the top, kind of an apocalyptic dream, really. It's their children, they're in a shed after a natural disaster and they need to get out. There's a storm on the way. They push open the door and there's a bull wedged against the door. And they run away, but um, they are replaced. They run away and replaced by a mother goose and her goslings and the gosling is being attacked by a prehistoric bird it's all very confusing this and the mother goes in to save and is attacked by the bird too well apocalyptic is the word isn't it it's really frightening and scary so you have it begins with three young children trapped in a cave really because they can't get out because the bull is outside and uh Okay, we're we're used to bulls in fields and that, but you don't get into a field with a bull. It's a very, very dangerous animal. So uh, it's also a symbol of masculine power and strength. And uh, that's what is really imprisoning them because that bull is up against the door. Mm -hmm. That's the first bit. Okay, they are in that place because something natural disaster happened. Mm And there is a storm on the way. So really, this stream is beginning in, in to be uh, very, very frightening indeed. Mm-hmm. The next thing that happens is these three children somehow are turned into a, a gosling and a goose, mother goose. Uh, again, don't we often say that of children, you know, you little gosling. And all. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's very, very affectionate. But this little gosling is attacked by something prehistoric. Prehistoric, it's something that we don't even remember. It comes out of, of, of our past way back there, okay? Uh, the mother, Goose, goes in to protect the child. Mm-hmm. And uh, anybody who has had any dealings with geese knows you do not get yeah. between a goose and a gosling. Yeah. Uh, again, can be attacked by the, the mother goose, but she is being attacked by whatever has come out of the past. Yeah. Right. Um, this is so apocalyptic, and, and particularly that thing, that prehistoric bird, as it were, uh, that I began to look at it really from, a, from an archetypal point of view. And since the three is at the beginning, I think this is a dream about war. And it's, it's from what we're seeing on television at the moment, particularly the appalling treatment of mothers and children in conflicts all over the place. Uh, which is really upsetting everybody mm-hmm. because we feel so helpless, okay? So I think that triad is the Morrigan uh, out of Celtic mythology. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Morrigan, uh, it incites war, it, it continues to inflame uh, warriors in battle, which is ba- they're basically masculine. It's mm-hmm. that masculine energy that was there in the bull. And the final thing is they lead towards death. So I think that whole dream is to do with the death we are seeing on 
television and on our laptops. And, yeah. and, and what I would urge this person to do is, at the end of the day, about an hour before you go to bed, have a technology uh, shutdown, yeah. as it were. Detox. A detox. Mm -hmm. Don't watch telly. Don't look at the laptop. Leave the, the mobile phone away. And they will begin to sleep again. Okay. Uh, because this... Do you think this is just a, a kind of trauma from what <clears throat> we are taking we are in from the outside? Taking it, yeah. And we're feeling it. We're all feeling mm. it. Okay. We mightn't be talking about it. It's hard to get it, away from it, really. But it's hard to get away from yeah. it. And I think that's what all of that is about. In fact, I, I was looking at the dream just outside earlier and I saw it actually begins by saying, I was watching this. Um, okay. So that's so where end. I'm going okay. With, okay. with this. Right. Okay. Uh, okay. But it, 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 it needs to be paid attention to because it is, is really traumatic. Okay. Yeah. We have another one here. It came, it came in from Theresa. We lost our dad last year. My mom asked uh, to mail in on her behalf because this dream is really playing on her mind. She's grieving his loss and uh, prays to his photo that's in the kitchen in the morning and again in the evening with her rosary beads. In her dream, they're both in church. I'm not sure if they had words, but my dad takes his rosary beads that are that has an extremely large cross on it and throws them across in front of the church near the altar. My mother is saying, uh, why are you doing that? Embarrassing me. Uh, she seems, uh, she sees someone looking down at the rosary beads, uh, and looking back down at them. It's a family member, a niece. Uh, well, wouldn't your heart go out to that poor yeah. woman who's, who's, uh, in, in the depths of mourning at the moment? And that is a mourning dream, yeah. you know, uh, to, to lose a loved one, a husband particularly. And she's only a year in in the morning and people often sort of say should like you mean it happened last year you should be over not at all morning takes whatever mm -hmm. it, it takes uh, she has to do it in her own way at her own pace but it's interesting the actual dream uh, dream the situation in the church and the rosary beads mm -hmm. because uh, that, that woman's daughter i think her name is Teresa, Teresa yeah. yeah says that uh, uh, morning and night She's praying before a photograph in the kitchen of, of her husband. And what happens in the church is the husband actually takes the rosary beads and throws it up towards the altar, which is where it should be. Yeah. Right. And she realises this herself to the extent that she said, you're embarrassing me. But the embarrassment is, is what she's doing in the kitchen at, at home uh, by making this shrine to the husband mm -hmm. and, and praying morning and night. It's almost like morning, noon and night, you know. Yeah. Uh, what this dream is trying to do is to get her move on mm -hmm. with the morning. It seems as if she's stuck at some, level, uh, at some stage of it, like uh, it might be denial that this is happening or anger with God that mm -hmm. this has happened, uh, maybe even bargaining with God. But mm -hmm. she has to go through the depressive phase before she can finally get to acceptance. So this is acceptance. the husband saying to, to move on? To move on. He's taking the rosary yeah. beads from her yeah. and, and I'm asking you to move on. That's a wonderful way of okay. putting it. So that's what that dream is about. Her husband is saying, look, move on. We have to live. And even though we suffer terrible tragedies, we must move on as best we can. And look, I said it at the beginning, she has to do the mourning in her yeah. own way, at her own way. If you think of Hamlet, Hamlet didn't get over the death of his father until Act 5, you know? Mm. So, yeah. you know. It takes time. It takes time. Another one here, I'm a retired school teacher. I have a frequent nightmare 
where I cannot find my class timetable and I don't know where my classroom or what classroom I should be in. I'm so upset. I'm going around the school searching for my class. I'm afraid a principal will find out. It mightn't sound very scary, but believe me, it really upsets me every time. Ooh, right. Oh. Um, a thing about teachers that I always think about is, is they never left school. The primary school, secondary school, sure. college, and then... They're the, back in school. Yeah. They're back in school for 40 years or whatever it is. So the first time that woman left school was when she retired, really. And that's a huge change, mm-hmm. a really huge change. She has to grow up, really, in some way. And if you listen to the dream, she's sort of saying, uh, I, I'm there, I can't find the timetable. In other words, she has no structure. And I can't find the classroom. She doesn't have some place to go every day. And finally, she's afraid that the principal might find her or find out. And so she's still in the student or the pupil. Withdrawal symptoms. That's what it is. Now, okay, it's 12 years on, but the dream is bringing this to her attention so that she can move on. And look, uh, you know, you hear people when they retire, oh, you should take up golf and all the rest of it. Look... I'd actually hit her more on the intellectual uh, uh, pursuits. Maybe she, you know, was a French teacher. Mm. Right. Uh, I don't know. Maybe she can rent out her house for six months or a year and use the money to go to France and live in a village in France and find her. In other words, follow the intellectual pursuits, English or geography or history or whatever. Uh, that would be really important. Uh, I, I think. It's interesting, yeah. though, when you think of retirement and when you think of, especially if it's a long career in one area, it yeah. must be an awful shock to the system and to the mind when somebody stops, and especially maybe if they don't feel they're ready to just kind of put their feet up. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what you're saying, Michael, in essence. And people are very young now for a long time. Sure. And so, you know. And they, they, they suddenly reach 60 or 65 years of age, and you're, you're look... I'm, yeah. I'm fine. I'm well able to teach, and, of but they're gone. So, yeah. you know? it, it is so interesting what you say, Michael, about a teacher being in school all their lives. Say, for yeah. example, if you retire at 66, you, you'd have been in school for 62 years. Yeah. Go, going by timetables, told what to do, yeah. you're there at 9 o'clock, you take your break at 11, you take, your, you take your lunch at, at half 12, and no matter how, how long you've you retired... It sounds like prison. It does. <laughs> Is that why you left? Is that why you left? Maybe some teachers would be saying, Michael, you're on the ball. (laughs) Right. But you know what? The the other bit about it, you know, the principal uh, Mm. might find out, uh, you know, they have to grow up, be bold. Probably they're trying to say to the pupils, oh, you must be good or whatever it is. Now they have freedom to be bold and make their own decisions, be authentic, be the author of their own You both Destiny. like some of those students you had down through the years. Absolutely. There we have it. Michael Gurmahogat, great yeah. to have you. Thank you, Michael. Thank, Thank you. you. Now, if you have a dream from Michael, weird and wonderful, we love them all, you can email us today at rte.ie. You can also find us on our social media pages at RTE Today. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to tune in to the Today Show every weekday on RTE 1 from 3.30. Or if you missed the show, you can watch it back on the RTE Player. Visit rte.ie forward slash player. Stay tuned.